Today's episode is brought to you by the Vegas Bear Guys and Tua T Fitness. The How Dare You podcast contains explicit language. Cause we learned it from you, Dad. Testing, testing, bitch, bitch, bitch. Testing, testing, bitch, 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 bitch. Oh, bitch. You're just a little bitch. That's too far. Hello and welcome to the How Dare You podcast. This is the Point Break Edition Teachable Moment. Double teachable. I'm Chance of the How Dare You Awards. Joining me, the little lady who gets two teachable moments for suffering through two Steven Seagal movies, Lady Chu of Tua T Fitness. Hi, Chu. Hi, Chance. <laughs> you know, I am willing to suffer through two really, really bad movies back to back. Great so bad movies. Whoa, moments. hang on a sec. Great bad movies. They, uh, <laughs> you already know how I feel about Mr. Seagal. Let's not see him again. That's for my so. wife. Fuck you and die. <laughs> Karate kick. That guy's out of control. <laughs> You know what was not out of control? This movie. This fucking movie. This was good. I, I have a special attachment to Point Break, Chew. All right? One. Okay. One, I have pretty much a, a special attachment to any movie that came out while I was working at a movie theater. So, I don't know. There was just something about that era of movies. Maybe because I could see them all for free. <laughs> I don't know what it was, but I just <laughs> love them all. Two, I had to build the stand, the cardboard stand for this movie. And it was the most elaborate one we'd ever received. Wow. The whole really? bottom of it was the ocean. The back of it stood up tall like a big rectangle. They were not fitting easily into each other. No, like people were trying to get it together. And they were like, I'm going to rip it. I'm going to, I can't even touch it. I'll rip it if I have to do. So I did it by myself. <laughs> uh, pictures of, of Keanu Reeves and Patrick Swayze were in the back and then like a little surfer dude. I mean, it took me hours to put that stand together, Chew. It was not easy. Wow. How yeah. big was it? Was it like a big, big and one? And it was big. Yeah, it was fucking big. It was at least 10 feet across. Whoa. That's a big one. Yeah. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> Just zip. Whoa. That's a big one. <laughs> All right. Uh, Hang on, Chew. We are talking, everyone, about... A 1991 film. Chew, it's the 30th anniversary. Well, I suppose it is. Not suppose. It fucking is. <laughs> it's the 30-year anniversary. That. We didn't plan that. Of the 1991 film, Point Break, directed by Catherine Bigelow. Chew, do you know that name? No. But it said in the opening credits... That, uh, 
Oh my god. Yes. Why am I forgetting his name? The executive producer? James Cameron. Oh, thank you. Jesus. If I had a gun to my head, I wouldn't have been able to pull it from my head from my head. Oh, we know you. There's a reason you're Jesus the movie Christ. novice. Anyway. <laughs> but it said he was executive producer. I was like, oh, I think this is gonna be like extra good. And it was. Do you know why? No. He was married to Catherine Bigelow. Interesting. Yes. So you don't know the name Catherine Bigelow. But you will know at least two no. of her movies, Chew. That's my... You're not going to know Near Dark. You're not going to know Blue Steel or Strange Days. Negative. Do you know the movie Detroit from just a couple years ago? Uh, who's in it? I didn't see it, but maybe I know the preview. Nah, you don't know not anything. That counts. <laughs> <laughs> Here are the two I think you do know. The Hurt Locker. Yeah. And Zero Dark Thirty. I did not watch that, but I know it. So I'm right. Right? Yes. You could go ahead and say it. (laughs) It's okay. Yeah, you can have that one. Oh, didn't she win uh, Best Director? She most certainly did. Oh, okay. See, I'm putting stuff together. I know some things. <laughs> oh, you're hilarious. So, yes, directing, uh, won a Directing Academy Award for The Hurt Locker. Also, uh, I think because she was a producer, Best Picture for Hurt Locker. Nice. So, just saying, talent abound in this film, Chew. Yeah. Catherine Bigelow, at the top. Patrick Swayze, Keanu Reeves. You got Gary Busey. Then you got Lori Petty. (laughs) Not untalented, I'm just saying, you know. No. I feel like I've only seen her in one other movie, at least that I can think of right off the bat. Oh, my God. What and movie is that? And she seemed to have played a similar role-ish. Free Willy. Okay. Right? I was wondering yeah. if... <laughs> no, I How about A League of Their Own? Five. Oh, that's right. Yeah. She be Kit. She's cool. I'm She's just saying. Fine. Yeah. All right. Chew, this movie has a 70% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. I mean, I understand, but I would give, I'd I'd actually give it more. I would too. Yeah. This movie had a budget of $24 million, an opening weekend of $8.5 million, made $43 million in the U.S. of A., and worldwide $83.5 million. So it's a legitimate hit, I would say. Yeah. Do you even have... You didn't take any notes, did you? Nope, not a single one. <laughs> would you... Well, looking back on it, would you have a single grievance? Um, well, the first one that comes to mind is... Why is Lori Petty, like, naked a lot in the movie? She looks great. 
like they're, they're but did she see need her to be naked? naked was she comfortable being naked did somebody force her to be naked it was a female director so i'm assuming they should have they they'd had a conversation yeah but you're not but like she's naked a lot but she's also covered right you don't see her boobs or partly i i mean when she finds out that keanu reeves is a fbi agent she's <laughs> just running around the house naked she ran out of the house naked but she got no pants on. I don't remember this at all. It happened. I watched it last night. I have and to I go thought, back. Huh. Yeah. You mean when she, she shoots the pillow? She has a shirt on that's not buttoned and her, like, it's not covering any of, like, hips down. It's not covering anything. No. Oh. All right. Anyway, that would be one single grievance. I didn't think she needed to be naked all that much. I don't think she's nearly naked as not as much as you think she is. <laughs> right? That's fair. <laughs> I think my biggest grievance for the movie is just the even butthole? The, the what? The butthole? Which butthole? The only butthole they show. When the guy moons everybody at the Oh yeah. <laughs> the prank robbery and I thought, wow, that's a butthole. <laughs> Not a butt, a butthole. <laughs> Again, I don't remember seeing the whole of the butt. Why are you missing these things? These are important. I I did not see the dirty penny. I did not see the chocolate starfish. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what were you going to say? What's your biggest grievance? My biggest one? grievance is this idea that an FBI agent goes undercover in the city he's already living in with his own name. Yeah, he didn't even change his name. And he's a a former football star. Yeah, they knew who he was. Right. You definitely couldn't do that now because you could easily You could easily look. I was going to say, like, this is (laughs) just like former (laughs) football player now works for the FBI. (laughs) Oh, we better kill that fucker. (laughs) Yeah. And then the next time they're out on the surfboards, just kerblamo, Fish food. Easy peasy. All right. That's literally my only complaint about this movie because the rest of it is fucking amazing, including his name, Johnny Utah. Ooh, speaking of names, at the end credits, I wish they'd showed you the end, the beginning of the end credits first so you had an idea of what kind of movie you were about to embark on. The top three characters' names are Bodie, Johnny Utah, and Papas. Papas. I mean, I'm Which sounds Greek. (laughs) And Gary Busey... Is not. Does not seem Greek. No. But Uh, still, I liked it. All right. Yeah. All great names. Chew, for the benefit of... I'll say one more person who's as ridiculous as you that has not seen this movie. <laughs> Will you please describe the plot? Yeah. Has Pangle seen this movie? Oh, Probably. I'm absolutely sure. Okay. I was going to say this is for you, Pangle, if you haven't seen it. <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> Fan of the show, Andrew Pangle. He's responsible for all of our 12 downloads. Yeah. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> Appreciate you. <laughs> um, We're up okay. over a thousand, Chew. 
Nice. Yeah. Solid. Um, all right. I'm ready. Plot time. We only need 249,000 more to go before somebody actually comes to us and says, hey, this show, people are listening to it. <laughs> That's a little overwhelming. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> We're going to get there. Oh, fuck. After so long, 20 seasons so of long, How Dare You. <laughs> so long as you handle this plot description well. I know. All of a sudden there's pressure. No pressure. Hey. Okay. Okay. Uh, very green FBI agent Johnny Utah lives in L.A. and uh, becomes stationed in the bank robbery department with none other than his new partner, Gary Busey, who is not as crazy as you think he is. <laughs> um, and Gary has an idea about where these very elusive ex-presidents so-called, bank robbers are. And he's like, hey, man, listen up. I think I know who they are. He's like, Johnny's like, what? What are they? Surfers, dude. They're fucking surfers. (laughs) So Johnny Utah says, hey, I'm just going to go undercover in L.A. where I live, keep my name, and just learn to surf. I'm trying to figure out who this is. And then he makes friends with Bodie and Bodie's gang. And then... He gets a little too close and finds out who the bank robbers are. And then some bad things happen. Some good things happen. (laughs) And it's super worth watching. And I'm just going to stop there. I don't think we've ever had good things happen. (laughs) No. That's a first. Good things being Keanu gets laid and uh, Also, also, probably not okay as an FBI agent to just start dipping your wick into the lady who's friends with the guys you're trying to catch. Yeah, exactly. Let's not do that. Not only you don't know if she's involved or not. Not only that, you're like spying on her, using computers against her and lying to her about your dead parents who aren't dead because her parents are dead. That's a big lie. That was pretty. That's ooh, that's a big one. (laughs) (laughs) That was risky. Definitely handled in the movie by Keanu by just saying, yeah, definitely. (laughs) (laughs) He's found his in, Chew. (laughs) Totally. All right. I have have one fun fact for you for this movie, Chew. The football beach scene where they're playing football at night. And all the cars are there with the headlights yeah. on. That was that was a progressively aggressive scene. Yes. Yeah. Same beach as playing soccer in the karate kid. I didn't Don't I didn't you see fucking that. shake your head at me, goddammit. What? I I didn't see it. What? I didn't. Is this true? Oh. You know what? I I wake up in the morning and I think, how can I make Chance upset? Everyone, can you understand why she's so upsetting to have as a friend? (laughs) Like, just blankness washed over your face and you just shook your head at me. Like, no, of course not. I haven't seen that. You know this. But that's ridiculous. 
well, I won't disagree with you. You can't. It is. You can't possibly. <laughs> Chew, it's going to be the first time you fall in love with Elizabeth Shue, just like me. I mean, well, I not did the first time because you didn't watch it cute. when you should have, jackass. <laughs> I didn't know Elizabeth Shue was in The Karate Kid. She most certainly is. Wow. I only know her from Cocktail. <laughs> and I, I liked her. That's She's it? Cute. Uh, I've seen her in other movies. I just can't remember it right what now. What kind of world are we living in where you've seen Cocktail but not The Karate Kid? Well, in the early 2000s, it was on TNT and TBS all the fucking time. So, yeah, <laughs> I've seen it. All you right. know what wasn't on all the time? The Karate Kid. Just so. fucked up a perfectly good fun fact. But it's Sorry. all right. Moving on. <laughs> Let's get to the title card and Keanu Reeves' first uh, appearance. I really like that title card, by the way. The sort of opaque was, point and break it, passing over each other. It was toeing the line of too much. No. It's pure magic. <sighs> but right after that, we have Keanu Reeves shooting up shit in the rain. I don't know, like he's trying out for the FBI. <laughs> like this is the test as to whether or not right. you get in. Yeah. But I have and a, then his guy says, 100%, 100% he gives the fucking thumbs up. Yeah. But yeah. I have a I have a note here that says, does Chu like a wet Keanu Reeves? She sure does. <laughs> he is so fucking cute in this movie. <laughs> God damn it. He's a national fucking treasure. <laughs> Has he ever played a bad guy? I don't think so because Keanu doesn't roll that way. Heard. I don't think he's played a bad guy. At least not intentionally. And I only say that because of the devil's advocate. He ends up kind of like. Right. You know. You know who's a good him. bad guy, He's though? He's perfect. Fucking Patrick Swayze. He was good. Like, Patrick's kind of a dick. He should have gone on a bad guy rampage like after this movie. Like Michael Keaton did for a while in the 90s. <laughs> He had scary eyes. He's great. I was great. like, oh, I believe him. Yeah, he was good. This might be his interesting greatest because... acting performance. Ooh. That's how I fucking good I think Patrick made, Swayze but... is in this movie. Yeah, he's good. All right, the other thing I, I noticed at the beginning that you'll have no clue about. Wait, oh, let me prepare myself for being upset. Chew, have you seen Goodfellas? Oh, come on. Yeah. We've Don't say come on, yeah, I like it's a mind. given. We've had arguments about it because you think Goodfellas is better than Casino, and I'm partial to Casino. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with Goodfellas, but I like Casino better. That's the lunatic ravings of somebody who has, a, like, you're in the last throes of a syphilitic brain. You, you have said si something similar last time we had this discussion. <laughs> you I have specifically. You have, you're about to die of syphilis. And your last <laughs> words, the last words your syphilitic brain could muster were, casino's better. And then you perish. I'm just partial to it. 
I enjoy both. I think they're both great, but I'm partial to Casino. Well, do you remember the the one-shot take of Ray Liotta going through the restaurant? In Goodfellas, famous take. Yeah. We kind of have that at the beginning of this movie from Catherine Bigelow. It's all one shot as Keanu Reeves is walking through the FBI with John C. McGinley, who's fucking full 11 for this whole movie. The FBI boss. He's basically just Scrubs Doctor. He's just Scrubs Doctor angry. Yeah, that's a classic walk and talk. Classic walk and talk. West Wing style. One shot take. Catherine Bigelow. Catherine Bigelow just bringing it, Chew. Nice job to her. All right. All right. Let's take a break. We need a break. And then we're going to come back and we're going to start getting into the meat of Point Break. Party. This movie's fucking awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Right after this. Can I ask you a question? Do you like beer? I like beer. It's required by law that you like beer when you're living in San Diego, California, but even I can get confused and dizzied by the amount of choices that you can see at your local beer store. What's a person to do? I'll tell you what you do. You'll watch the Vegas Beer Guys, a live show on Instagram and Facebook and they will set you right as to what beers you should have in your life or should not have in your life. The Vegas Beer Guys are brought to you by Dan Aker, the beer professional, and Stephen Weiss, self-proclaimed beer novice. They'll drink beers for you and drink beers with you. Go ahead and check out their live shows, and they'll tell you which beers you should be having in your fridge. Everybody wants the perfect combination of molten hops in your life, and Dan Aker and Stephen Weiss are the perfect combination of fantastic and wonderful. Check them out on Facebook. Check them out on Instagram. Find them. You're going to watch their show and love their show. They give away free merch during their shows. So go ahead and check out the Vegas Beer Guys. What a great time. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen. Chu and I are here discussing... The 1991 fucking masterpiece, Point Break. Chu, did you know that for a while there, there was like a uh, a, a stage version of this show where they just, I think they, oh, I can't remember if this is, I think they pulled people from the audience maybe to be Bodie and Utah and they just acted it out on stage. What the fuck? That is bizarre. Yeah. It's like it was it was going around town I think when I was still up in LA. Good times. I don't think I would have enjoyed that as much. All right. I was, it was supposed to be pretty delightful. Okay. I'll take your word for it. So, when last uh when last we left our dear listeners to, we were at the beginning of this movie as usual in our first segment. We got uh you know, past the credits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, you know, he's being led around by his boss, John C. McGinley, who's fucking great as this in this movie as Ben Harp. 
young, dumb, and full of cum, aren't you? <laughs> I could not stop laughing. I was like, okay, who the fuck wrote this? <laughs> I take the skin off a chicken, sir. Glad to hear it. <laughs> Fucking amazing dialogue. So good. But then he finds out he's going to be working with Pappas, who is in the pool or at the pool about to retrieve some bricks. Yep. That almost makes me want to join the FBI just for that scene. That sounds fun. Yeah, I'll put on blindfolds and get bricks all day long. (laughs) That sounds exciting. Like a game. And fucking on top of that, they saddled me with some new rookie football player, somebody or else. They had the nerve of these fucking guys, huh? <laughs> yeah. Quarterback punk, I think is what it was. Yeah, yeah. Quarterback punk. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Good I love the Keanu. little wave that Keanu Reeves, when he takes off his fucking eyes, like, <laughs> yeah. just a little wave. Fucking amazing. (laughs) By the way, did you notice, like, because you have those two kind of dumb fucks. Yeah. Like, the you know, the other partners. And they're always giving Pap his shit about who he thinks the ex-presidents are. Like, how dysfunctional is the FBI? Where all the people that work together just fucking hate each other, giving each other shit, undercutting each other. I mean, we can relate to it because yeah. we've worked in restaurants, but I don't feel like that's how the re- I don't think that's how the FBI no. should be working. Because it's you know the FB fucking I. Get your shit together. Yeah. You know what? It's the LA branches of government. They're just not working out. We saw that in This Is War. The CIA branch. Not CIA. Good. Yeah. <laughs> CIA branch was below average. <laughs> Fucking Los Angeles CIA <laughs> has an actual Jenkins on yeah. site. He just goes from branch to branch. He just he just mingles, <laughs> fucks shit up. Oh my god! Well, right after that, we see a a robbery yep. for the ex presidents, dude. Chew, they're fucking they're yeah. running that shit tight. Ninety seconds in and out. Getting rid of dye yeah. packs. They are taking care of it fucking makes business. Me think, if I just put in a little bit of effort, I might be able to do that myself. I'm not going to because it's dangerous. I'm not going to do that. But like 90 seconds, you can get a <laughs> lot done in 90 seconds. I like that the reason you're not going to rob a bank is not because it's wrong, but because it's <laughs> dangerous. It's not worth it. But I think I can do it. You fucking cold soul. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) I like that all the robbers kind of impersonate their ex-presidents. Yes. All right, Chu, quiz time. Which ex-presidents are represented in Point Break? Uh, We've got four or five. Four. All right, we've got... Four, Chu. It, you got to start with knowing the number of masks yeah, right. you have. Well, to... I know there's like there's like five bad guys, <laughs> but one of the guys isn't. He doesn't do it. No, he just, no, he just yeah. threatens Lori Petty. Uh, so we got four presidents. He's a mechanism, Chew. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> he will gut her like a pig, and try not to get any on his We've shoes. We got Jimmy Carter. 
uh, LBJ. Yes. Nice. Nixon. Right. Uh, oh, fuck. No, don't tell me. Shoot, come on. You can Patrick Swayze. Uh, Reagan? Yeah, there we go. Yes. <laughs> I like that you... <laughs> I like that LBJ was no problem for you. But you were like, who's that other guy? Like, hmm. Fuck, okay. I was trying to go and <laughs> I don't know if I did it in, I didn't do it in numerical order. Not numerical, but you know what I mean. <laughs> numerical, okay. Yeah. You mean by year? I don't well, think you have to I go by year. that's how I was trying to think of it, but I don't even know if I got that right because I'm stupid. Oh, then in that yeah. you miserably failed. Yeah, I did. Yeah, it's fine. That's great. Well... What I so going so the the ultimate point I was trying to make was that uh, you know the dysfunctional FBI comes into play when they they rob that bank and then they they leave the car on Mulholland Drive and the FBI has to go and like Pappas is giving Keanu shit for like looking for hairs and fingerprints you know yeah. crime shit. Uh, but aren't there are aren't there also actual cops like L.A. cops on the scene there, and they're like yelling at each other? <laughs> yeah, again, just like the FBI seems so dysfunctional and fucked Can't up. Can we just get it together? Doesn't it feel good to feel alive? <laughs> so why don't you tell me this theory of yours, and we'll go get these guys? <laughs> All right, get this, kid. They're surfers. The ex-presidents. Are surfers. <laughs> that was a great moment. I was like, oh shit. Okay. Yeah. Oh, fucking. Amazing. I mean, Chew, I'm not even going to mention it yet because this movie has one of the all time best lines in the history of the fucking world. Ooh, do tell. But, okay. but we'll get there. I'm not going <laughs> to lay that on you yet. Let's see. I, I'm interested to know if you can figure it out. Because it's famous, Jew. It is now a famous uh, can line. Can you tell me if it's in, like, the first half of the movie or, the, like, the last half? Or last half? Last okay. half. And if it's not a T-shirt already, which it probably is, we should make a T-shirt. Okay. Ooh, fuck. This is exciting. <laughs> 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 oh fuck alright we're when does somebody say there's a real asshole shortage I like that line too I wrote that down but I don't remember oh I don't know that definitely sounds familiar I don't remember when it was said was it when Keanu got yeah. beat up by those uh, four or three or four guys no I think it's before that I think it's with McKinley I think it might be Pappas talking Probably. about him it's a real asshole shortage. Uh, and then, uh, so basically then it's like, all right, let's fucking do this. I'm going to buy a surfboard. He's called old, even though he's 25 yeah. years old. <laughs> Some little punk kid is like, yeah, it's never too late to start, man. What's that kid say about surfing? Uh, Fuck. I don't know. Surfing's the start or 
I don't remember. I'm not good at remembering that stuff. One, I didn't make notes. And you're just way better at remembering specific lines. I can't do it. I am. That's why I feel terrible that... You're doing this podcast with me? I'm forgetting. But I also... I watched this movie like a week ago, Chu. We were were supposed to record this some time ago. And as usual... Bad things happened. Your professionalism was lacking. (laughs) (laughs) Bad things happened. That's just going to be my excuse for everything. Well, Michelle, why didn't this get done? Well, I was going to do it, but then, you know, bad things happened. (laughs) Um, Where are we at? Oh, he learns. All right. He goes to... uh, convince Lori Petty to teach him how to surf. Well, yeah, he's surfing. He's surfing, and he's got a... I like that... (laughs) So he's surfing. He almost drowns. She saves his life, pulls him to shore. She's like, you got no business being out here. And he's like, hey, my name's Johnny Utah. (laughs) And she says, who cares? (laughs) (laughs) Fucking great line. Uh, That was good. I do think Lori Petty's pretty good in this movie. I do not, uh, you know, tank girl is tank girl. But (laughs) you don't know what I'm talking about. Tank? (laughs) What a a look of confusion crawled across your mug. (laughs) Was that that a topic in the movie? No, that's a movie she did. Where she was the lead. And... I mean, I'll look it up, but I, I I think of Tank Girl as the beginning of the end of Lori uh, Petty. It was like she did Tank Girl, and Hollywood said, no more for you. Yeah, not cool. All right. Tank Girl Chew. Was that the title of the movie as well as her character's name? That's a fair question. Wait, oh, I went to the wrong place. Yeah, she. That's that's the title of the movie and her character. Yikes. Oh, Ice T is in that movie. I forgot. Naomi Watts is in that movie. Oh, I gotta watch this movie again. <laughs> I literally don't remember a single frame from it. Except the fact that she was called Tank Girl. Correct. Um, I'm sure she's still working. She is still working. But it's like, you know, three episodes of this here, a movie you haven't heard of here. She's just paying bills. Um, Yeah. Yeah. She's, you know, she's still a professional actor, though. But as I'm scrolling down... You know, there are, you know, yeah, it was like Poetic Justice, some movie called The Glass Shield, In the Army Now, and then Tank Girl in 1995. And after that, it's just a whole lot of one episode on a TV show you know and movies you've never heard of. Let Lori Petty out of the box, Hollywood. (laughs) God damn it. All right, moving on. 
So, so we're at the part where like, so, so basically what happens after that, don't they decide to find the right sludge with the right arsenic and the right shit to find the right beach? Yes. They're looking for. We get yeah. into the science. They're, uh, they're looking for hairs. So a hair showed up at one of the robberies and they're like, oh, so we tested the hair and there's certain chemicals in the hair um that are apparent at certain beaches and if we can cross-examine those with other beachgoers at those beaches then we can figure out which beach the robbers hang out at and we'll know what yep. the fuck and is up the end and they do meet a gnarly gang of dickish I dicks i didn't like them they were nazi <laughs> fuckers and that shit is a Plus, one of them was a red hot chili pepper. For realsies? Yeah. The lead singer guy. He's the guy who says that would be a waste oh, of time. Oh, I thought time. that was Flea. Oh. No. Flea is, Flea is in Back to the Future 2 and 3. Wow. I blow your mind a little with things bit. you didn't know so that you should have known. Um, interesting. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't know that. All right. But I like that whole fight I, uh, scene. That was scary. <laughs> I didn't like it. I was like, Keanu, you got to get back the fuck off, out war of child. He's with me. Aren't living that surfer <laughs> life. Just calm the fuck down. And then Patrick Swayze comes in. He's like, knock it off. He's with me. Pew, pew, pew. And then they just fucking kick ass. And then Roadhouse comes out. And, right. Uh, well, Keanu's not John Wick, but, you know, we're getting a little we're getting a little taste there. And, uh, yeah, they kick their ass. <laughs> they take care of yeah. business is what they fun. do. And so Keanu. They only live, Chew, like Bodie. Bodie's got, you know, some more mysticism to give out. They only live yeah. to get radical. They don't get the spiritual side of it. Well, thanks for stepping in. Fucking handshake. I got a party tonight. Like classic All right, bro. bro stuff. Okay, like, bro. Nice. Yeah, we're starting to fall in yeah. love, us two bros. What a good guy. Please what don't a rob good banks. Guy who also robs banks. Like, that's great. Yeah. That's right. Nice. And then you got Papas coming in at the end of the scene, fucking Gary Busey and all of his teeth. You guys see a little <laughs> dog? Or, uh, sorry, that's later. See kids you guys see, see a guy yeah. stole my rodeo? <laughs> took my radio no but i think there's some guys down there you should check out <laughs> he re- you like stirring up some shit don't you i mean gary Busey really played it off well because he could have just come around the corner and then not been not been on but they got it can't can't blow cover so that was good that was quick thinking yeah i mean the whole idea behind the undercover sting is terrible because <laughs> right. he's using but his they did real try name. in other aspects to like but keep it cool but yeah, Pappas is trying his best to be the best version of the bad version. Wow. Of undercover <laughs> yeah. work. Yeah, totally. Right? <laughs> and then, uh, oh, so Keanu and Gary, they start thinking, hey, I think the guys we're looking for are those fuckers, those Nazi fuckers. So they follow. Yeah, them. right. Because they. They do seem like legitimate and they are fucking assholes. assholes. And they are bad guys. And they are. But they <laughs> right. weren't the bad guys they were looking for. No. So they have to follow them. 
But before we get to the Raichu, we have uh, we have Beach House Party. Is that an album cover or an album album name? Beach Ooh. House Party. It could be Beach House Party. It could be like a mix, a mixtape. Or how about Bodie's totally. Beach House? Yeah, that's good. Nice. One. Sucking limes off a of lady's necks. <laughs> Necks or tits? I think I forget. Yeah, it was no, in, it was in her mouth, mouth, right? And then uh, Lori Petty comes in. She's like, "I taught him that trick." And then the girl's like, "I like it." I'm like, get it, girl. Yeah. Shit, she wasn't having any of your shit. I loved it. Uh, us surfer types, we just share dick. <laughs> oh fuck. That's good stuff. Um. Is there anything? Well, I guess there. So the significant part is that they start playing the beach football. Yes. And then that's when everybody finds out yeah. that he's Johnny. And they Utah. even remember plays that he made. Like, oh man, blah, blah, blah. and you got your knee blown right. out. He's like, yeah, got it blown out ninety degrees the other way. And I'm just like, blah. that's disgusting. That, that sounds terrible. I yeah, don't think no. you should be walking. That's horrible. So instead, he's yeah, a lawyer. Yeah, he was really good. He's like, oh, man, you're a lawyer? And he doesn't say anything. He's just like, uh-huh. <laughs> just like smiling at So wait, are you are you saying you were you were impressed with his undercover work there? Just smiling It was smiling just up. like these little nuances that, that somebody was <laughs> like, hey, we got to pay attention to these. But then like oh, the overall picture just didn't make sense, you know? So somebody was trying somewhere. Right. I appreciated it. But I also think this is the scene where he falls in love oh, with yeah. surfing. Totally. Oh, in fact, because Lori Petty is like, she comments, she's like, uh, you know, you usually have this very serious scowl on your face. Like you're doing this for a yeah. job. Like somebody's <laughs> making you do this. And he's like, now you s- hey, yeah, well, kind of. Yeah. Because somebody is. <laughs> You're perceptive. Yeah. Yep. She sees his soul because yep. they're meant to be together. Because they both love surfing. She's like, if, if I didn't know any better, I'd think you were actually having yep. fun. And then I think they fuck yeah, on they the beach because he wakes up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... I believe, like, the kiss that they had Nothing. when they were both on their surfboards, I was like, I believe that. That was nice. Yeah. That was good. Yeah. No. I believe that. But I think movies have taught us that fucking on the beach is better than it probably is in real life. It's not that great. There's just sand everywhere. It's stupid. Just sand everywhere. You don't need to do it. Imagine a few grains of sand getting on a penis and then that penis great. going now in I a vagina. Sand in my cooter. Fuck me. Yeah. That's what we call in the business an irritant. <laughs> in the sex business? The sex having business? <laughs> in the sex business, yeah. So everybody? <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. All right, Chew, let's take another break, and then we'll come back and we'll get into the raid. All right. Right after this, everyone.
Does the coronavirus have you feeling oogie? Have you been sitting on your couch for weeks? Nay, have you been sitting on there for months? Well, it's time for you to get back in shape. Check out To A T Fitness. You can find them on Instagram. You can find them on Facebook. To A T Fitness was started by Tina Bernard. She is ready and raring to go to help you get back into the shape you want to get into. They've got all kinds of classes. They've got outdoor in-person classes. They've got online classes if that's what you prefer. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to get back in shape. You're going to find a variety of exercises. You're going to have strength training, cardio, weightlifting, even fun five-minute burnouts that will push you to your limits. So get off the couch, get into shape. Go ahead and check out Tua T Fitness. Tina Bernard has got you for all your needs. I know her personally. She's fantastic. You're not going to meet a better person to help you become the new you. Check it out. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen. Chu and I are here, of course, discussing Point Break, the Catherine Bigelow-directed film from 1991. Now, for Christ's sake, Chu, does either one of you have anything remotely interesting to tell me? I caught my first tube today. Sir. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like the perfect, subtle dick oh, yeah. to his boss. Just the right amount of sass. <laughs> All right. Well, when last we left, we were going to get to the raid. I'm very interested in this raid, Chew, because I've got a fun fact that I know for a fact you did not pick up on. Ooh, I picked up on something? In the raid as well. No. Oh. Oh. Okay. Do tell. <laughs> no, you go first. First of all, for one, I just love that he shows up late to his own raid. Because <laughs> he was having sex with Lori Petty on the beach. Yeah. And everyone's Hilarious. like, what the fuck? What? <laughs> <laughs> you gotta be like, fucking kidding. This is the only time where the other two partner assholes were right. Yeah. And then he to runs be as around dickish the corner. As they were. He runs around the corner behind those two guys. Like, you guys need any help? Yeah. Hey, need some help? <laughs> Late for your own raid. What a fucking head case or a goofball or yeah. <laughs> forget what he calls him, but it's great. <laughs> and then you got Pappas looking for his dog. Yep. Have you seen a little white dog? No, man. <laughs> And you have the, like, one knock on the door brings out all of this crew's guns. Yeah, one simple knock, and they lose their shit. Oh, fucking hysterical. Um, and so then... a lady had answered the door, and then Tom Sizemore is fucking eating cereal with beer in it, I believe. That's Tom Sizemore? It yeah. Is. Oh, that's right. He was the DEA agent. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. You think I like this these clothes? You think, you think I, like, I like this hair? This hair? <laughs> <laughs> My wife wants me to stay at a Ramada. <laughs> I just I loved that line so much because it made me think he came home one night and she said, Go to the Ramada. Yeah, beat it. I can't, I can't look at you. Yeah. You're disgusting. Amazing. 
yeah, so they end up raiding the wrong guys, although they were right. dangerous. Right, comes in. He has to push aside a, a near-naked lady. Yeah. Well, I think that one had her maybe a bathing suit on. I forget. It's called lingerie. Oh, sir. was it? Okay. Yeah. She wasn't swimming. She was in her undies. <laughs> All right. In her undies then. Fine. And then the guys just start. You know what's funny, too, in these moments in these kinds of movies is a lot of times I'll recognize guns from, like, video games I've played. Totally. Same. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that one's on Counter-Strike. That's the AUG <laughs> 44 or something or other. I usually think, ooh, I'm okay at that one. Ooh, no, that one's, I'm not good at that one. I'm I'm not going to pick that one up. Right. (laughs) But you got Keanu with his little mirror. Yep. You've got a guy mowing the lawn. All right. So I'm basically kind of at the point for my, for my fun fact. Same. Are you at the same? What's your fun fact? Maybe it's the same. Go. When uh, the two partners, the ones nobody likes barge in and they tackle a guy and one of the guys falls onto him but almost like breaks his neck against the ca- the cabinets yeah okay was that what you were gonna say no oh okay because it looked scary i was like there's no way he meant to fall that way that's a it did seem like a stunt went wrong there exactly like, i'll agree with you i think he he hurt his his neck horribly how about the blonde woman that jumps on top of keanu Naked, fully naked, yeah. and goes ape shit. Do you know who that is? No. Her face is moving too fast because she's feral. I didn't catch anything. <laughs> that is blonde girl from Roadhouse. No. Prison rapist's girlfriend. Whoa. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. Good times. What a little fun fact. Interesting. Yeah. I told you it was a fun fact. It is fun. I was more concerned with the guy almost breaking his fucking neck on accident. Let's not do that. <laughs> <laughs> I like lines like, uh, because, well, it's right after that. So, first of all, all right, let's 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 stick with the narrative. They... They find out Tom Sizemore's DEA. They completely shit the bed. They yep. fucked everything up for his case. He was going to find out who's supplying them. Now they'll probably never know. And they're both they're both very upset. Yeah. And also it gives a fucking reason for good old Ben Harp to tell them they're a bu- bunch of useless fuckers. Right. Again. Yeah. But I think it's the next scene where uh, Keanu is is walking on the beach with Lori Petty, and all of a sudden he starts seeing flashbacks like like they're ghosts, kid. Yeah. From Mulholland Drive, and he sees fucking Bodie and them out there, like click within a click. They'll yeah. be really tight. He's like, he's there's like, four guys and there's four robbers, and then what's his face pulls down his shit. pants again, and he's already seen his butthole, so he's like, that looks like a similar butthole. <laughs> <laughs> he's like. I think that's them. Holy shit. <laughs> Chew, you would have taken fucking prints of his butthole. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 
I just did not plan on seeing a full frontal butthole in this movie. It really takes you by surprise. <laughs> Again, I I feel like those cheeks were closed, no? I think you need to go back. <laughs> There's a butthole in there. <laughs> a cavernous oh <laughs> butthole. <laughs> A cavernous butthole. <laughs> Woo! Oh, fuck. <laughs> Can that be a t shirt? Or an I, album? My, yeah, an album right? name. Ca- cavernous <laughs> butthole. That's an I, I think I don't think that's a I think that's a band name. <laughs> Not an album title. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, may I introduce the cavernous buttholes? <laughs> <laughs> I still don't think you're right. I'm going to go Ben Harp on you. I'm going to say, uh, you know, you know nothing, in fact. You know less than nothing. If you knew that you knew nothing, then that would be something. But you don't. hi ya ya Fair enough. I think I'd feel weird to go back and watch it again just looking for buttholes. <laughs> I mean, it's in the first, like, ten minutes, I think. It's fine. All right. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Well, all of that leads us to him, like, he follows them, they go to a bank, and now he's trying to convince Pappas. Yeah. And I like that Pappas said, he said, I definitely got a feeling on this one. He goes, do you? Because last time you had a feeling, I had to shoot a guy, and I hate that. <laughs> Looks bad on my report. Right. <laughs> You gotta trust me, man. You just gotta trust me. Oh, fuck. So good. So then they're on stakeout. They're waiting. All right, you. They're waiting at the bank. This is is the all-time great line. Oh, fuck. Does it have something to do with meatballs? Meatball seven? Yes. Give me two meatballs. I need two. You've almost almost got it. Come on, (laughs) Chew. I can't remember. Couldn't say it. Come on. He says, well, first he says, there's a place right down the street. Right. Sell meatball subs. Best I've ever tasted. Will you get me two? <laughs> he's like, Angelo, it's like 10 o'clock in the morning. And he goes, yeah, well, whatever. <laughs> so he goes. And then he gets out the window. He goes, Utah, get me two. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking amazing. <laughs> Utah, get me two. Needs to be a t-shirt. <laughs> with, like, the two, the hands. Like, you're making two with your hands. And then, like, right. a little meatball sub. Two meatball subs. Or the fingers or maybe it just could be meatball subs. Busey's face with extra teeth. Utah, get me two. <laughs> that was good. By the way, Pappas is like the worst fucking FBI agent ever. He's just sitting there reading his comics while the bank robbers go into the bank. Yeah. As Keanu's back has turned, buying him fucking meatball subs. Like, you're on stakeout. Why are you covering your your view with a fucking newspaper? Just bring right. it down lower because you're supposed to be pretending to read at the very least, but now you can't see shit because you're actually reading it. He's horrible. <laughs> Uh, and then, yeah, they figure out, they're like, 
Keanu comes back to the car and then the guys are coming out of the bank and they're like, oh, fuck, blah, blah, blah. And then uh, this is all followed by the best fucking chase scene in the world, Chew. It's a good one. It's great. It's a good one. It's solid. Come on. Tell me more about it from your first viewing of, like, because you have not seen this movie till fucking yesterday. Right. <laughs> Very upsetting. Right. <laughs> uh, so Keanu's like, oh, shit. They're in the car. And then he starts yelling a half a block away and firing a half a block away. Yeah, I this is a bit of a grievance. This is a grievance. I don't think you this should be doing like, that, Keanu. I think this you is need to bad be- FBI behavior, yeah. by the way. And then he's like, don't Stop. shoot your fucking gun, even if you're hitting that car in public. Like, don't shoot your gun in public from like a hundred yards away. It's it's all bad. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, "Stop, FBI!" So at this point, he's blowing his cover because. They can see him. They're like, what the fuck? Utah's a fucking FBI. What the fuck? But they don't right. necessarily know that Keanu knows who they are. That he just knows that they're fucking bank robbers. Well, that's the thing. He does know. He does. And they know he knows. Right. But they, they know, know he that he can't that say for sure. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah. like Bode, all of Bodhi's decisions from here on out have to do with, hey, we were wearing masks. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> he knows. But he can't say he knows definitively. Right. Enough to just arrest me. Yeah. There is no evidence. Um, so they're driving, and then the guys stop at a gas station. Right. We got half car chase, half foot chase. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Now so wait. They end up- I'm gonna I'm gonna stop you for a second though. Sure. Right before the the gas station, because right before that, there's this great part of that car chase where the two cars slam up next to each other. And I just don't like anything more than fucking Gary Busey as Pappas saying, we got you. <laughs> exactly. That was so Like in his fun. mind, in his mind, they caught up to them. Yeah. So it's over. We got you. No, you don't. <laughs> Pull over, please. <laughs> All right, go ahead. <laughs> so they end up having to switch cars and ditch the car in at a gas station. And they're going to set that shit on fire. They steal somebody else's car. And Patrick Swayze's just like fucking flinging around this little flamethrower, essentially. And I'm just like. Don't do it, man. Don't do it. Don't fucking do it, man. Uh, Well, he does it. (laughs) And sets the place ablaze and blows up that fucking gas station eventually. And uh, Keanu catches up with him at the gas station. They roll around in the fire. He's kind of on fire. And the other Love three that, guys by the way. have dipped. He's putting himself out as he's running away. Yeah. It's great. The other three guys have dipped in the car. They're gone. And uh, Patrick Swayze and Keanu are just hauling ass through houses. And actually, the camera, the camera guy's like with it as well. Yes. He's fucking climbing. Right? That was good. Catherine Bigelow working fucking overtime on this movie yeah. with these shots. Somebody's hopping fences. It's so good. Yeah, that was really good. Um, They're fucking crashing through windows. They're throwing dogs at each other. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, and then they make it down this ravine into uh, like a, a river. Well, it's not a river, but it can be. Um, and they jump off 
this wall and then Keanu fucks his legs up and he's got he's got Patrick in his sights. Patrick's climbing the other wall of the riverbank and he can't fucking do it. Can't do it. Can't shoot him. Because he's because he likes him. I think it's because he likes him, but also isn't it illegal to shoot a person who I mean should be illegal to shoot a person who, whose back is to you and doesn't have a weapon? I know police are not following that rule quite so closely lately, but I'm just saying. <laughs> There's some gray area lately, and I don't know the rules anymore. Yeah, yeah that's gross. Yeah. But anyway, it just seemed like Pappas was making the argument, no, you shoot that fucker in the back. Yeah, right, because he's like, you never fucking miss, and if you fucking shoot, then, you know, then you're going to make it. And he's like, there's, you know, there's a reason he's still alive. And be like, I don't know. Well, I'm going to give a little shout out, Chew, to a man who I don't know. (laughs) But (laughs) when I was living in Los Angeles, after work, we used to frequent a bar named JP's. JP's was a good time, Chew. And at that bar was a bartender with an almost kind of full sleeve of a tattoo but magnificent tattoo up kind of like approaching the shoulder down the bicep and it was a full-on Patrick Swayze with Reagan mask on looking back (laughs) at Keanu in that moment on his arm and right below that is Jaws wow I'd always want that man to serve me my drink when I went to JP's. That's amazing. <laughs> Isn't it great? Good for him. So on the one in a billion chance that that guy ever <laughs> listens to this fucking podcast, <laughs> he's going to be like, that's me. Hey, that's me. Yeah. They're talking about me, motherfuckers. I mean, it's an excellent shot. Because you can see it's his great. eyeballs. Although... I read on IMDb that Patrick Swayze was not available for those days for the foot chase, and it was actually somebody else, a stuntman. Wow. Interesting. I don't know if that's true for the close-up of the eyes of the face in the Reagan mask, but I don't believe that was Swayze on the chase. Interesting. Good times, right? Yeah. I feel like he could have done it, though. He's in excellent shape. Oh, He'd yeah. recently just done Roadhouse, right? Like just a the last couple years. years before. Yeah. Let's talk about this. 87, Dirty Dancing. 89, Roadhouse. 1990, Ghost. 1991, Point Break. He's on one. That fucking puts you in the Hall of Fame. He's moving and grooving. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's four movies. We'll we'll ignore Next of Kin, also 1989. We'll just shovel that off to the side. <laughs> no need to talk about that one, I guess. Yeah, no. <laughs> we'll probably have to watch it someday, Chew. Okay. <laughs> All right. I think we should take one more break, Chew. I think this movie deserves a bonus segment. Okay. All right. Sounds we're going to take one more break, everybody, and then we're going to come back and finish up with Point Break. Truly finish up. Right after this.
Today's episode is brought to you by the Sounds in Cinema podcast. If you like podcasts like I do, boy, do I have a treat for you. You need to stay on target and check out the Sounds in Cinema podcast. Listen as your host, sound designer and music creator, Tony Parham, and co-host, musical performer and sound lover, Derek Hansen, D-Rock if you're nasty, and I am, discuss all things sound-related to film, television, stage, and theatrical productions. They discuss environmental sounds, bioacoustics, dialogue, the nature of communication through sound, but as an added bonus, they drink beer and try to... Stay on target! Find them wherever you get your podcasts and listen to the pure mania of a man who can charitably be described as Doug, the dog from Up, and another man with a soothing and sultry voice trying to get that man to... Stay on target! That's the Sounds and Cinema Podcast. Tune in and listen to the sounds they are creating just for you. And we are back. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, bonus segment, because Point Break is just that fucking awesome. Chu and I are here discussing it. All right, Chu. Where'd we leave off? <laughs> it's just too much fucking awesomeness in this movie. We, we um, finished the chase. Yeah, chase is over. And so... So now it's time to skydive. Na- yeah. Uh, they take him skydiving. And he's convinced. Keanu's convinced. He's like, they're going to kill me. See, I don't, I don't know. I th- that like to me, that's the weirdest part of this movie. Maybe enough to be a grievance. What would possess this man to get in that plane, where he knows a door is gonna be open, and he doesn't know that there's a fucking parachute for him when he gets yeah. in that and plane? And he even says, "Who's like, who packed my shoe?" Yeah. And then they make this weird weird show of like switching everybody's backpacks switching everybody's shoots just like what the fuck is happening well just to get the original one he had back it's just a joke i was thinking maybe i was thinking more into it (laughs) probably but it speaks to what we were saying earlier i was like everybody knows what's going on here right the bad guys know that the good guy knows the good guy knows that it's them but nobody can come out and say it. Right. Because, like I said, there's no evidence. Except that they went to that bank the day before. He followed them there. So he saw yeah. him casing the joint. But they're all wearing masks. They're wearing gloves. There's no physical evidence. They burned it all up. And now it's like this game of cat and mouse. Except, on top of it, Chew... I think they still kind of are bro in love. Yeah. They like each yeah. other. They're just pissed at the circumstances. Right. And yeah, so they just jump out of a plane together. I know. By the end of it, he's so happy again, Johnny Utah. <clears throat> like, this was fucking great, man. That's 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 basically <laughs> yeah. his demeanor is like he's lost the uh, Lori Petty serious look again. He was able to take a half hour out of his day and jump out of an airplane with no training, by the way. (laughs) And with criminals. Landing in the water. Who he's chasing. It's very strange. Complicated relationship. But then we go straight to, uh, you know, sitting in the van and Lori Petty's kidnapped. Yep. 
And Patrick's like, it's going to sting a bit. Hey, man. Yeah. I know we had a good time, but I'm um, about to fuck you up. Yeah. we. But this is when you get, like, a little more explanation. The, you know, mad dog kind of thing. Like, act aggressive so that you get compliance. So you don't have right. to hurt anybody. And then, uh, and then they force him to rob another bank. Right. And we kind right? of forgot about, because they have that scene at the beach, too, between just the bad guys. Oh, and yeah. I do like that one line where... Uh, is it Roach? I think it's Roach who's like, what are you talking about, Bodie? The only person this is a game to is you. <laughs> right. I'm scared, man. I don't want to go to jail. <laughs> but you do have that sense that it's like them against the system and this is all a game to Bodie. He's just having a good time. Yeah. Yeah. He's just here to party. But when you're robbing banks, Chew, there are going to be some consequences eventually. Yeah. Because, you know, you're robbing banks. Right. Dumbass. And I've brought this scene up, the bank robbery scene we're talking about, you know, we're about to start talking about. I've brought this up to Tom on the Everything Sequel podcast because Tom's very much, much against slow motion at any time in a movie. He's like, you don't need it. When he asked me what I thought about slow motion, I said, when you use it, it had better be good. And the example I used of good was this scene. And this is the single best piece of acting I think Patrick Swayze has ever done in his entire career. That slow motion scene. A, they go into the bank. They start robbing the drawers. They say they're going to go to the vault. What are you doing? Well, why are we going to the vault? We never go to the vault. If right. you and I were in that fucking bank, Chew, that's when I would say, I'd look over at you and I'd say, they're disagreeing. We're all going to die. <laughs> <laughs> this is bad. They didn't plan this they didn't through. Plan. They didn't talk about They didn't have a meeting. I, they didn't have a I meeting. I will not shield you from bullets. <laughs> <laughs> We're on your, we're on our own. Just so we're You're clear. on your own. <laughs> and I'm sorry. So sorry. <laughs> You're a fantastic friend. I love you. I will not shield you. <laughs> I don't love you that much though. <laughs> I'll tell Chew I'm I'll tell little Chew I'm sorry. <laughs> But anyway, we have an undercover, not undercover, but an off-duty cop. I also love, like, there's lots of great little moments in this movie. I love the little scene between him and the security guard. The security guard's like, no, don't do it. It's like the last thing he wants (laughs) is to try and pull his own gun. But he does it. And he gets shot. Yep. But off-duty guy, he gets a couple shots off. He shoots Keanu Reeves in the chest. Vest on. Uh, he shoots Carter, I think. And he also shoots, uh, well, he also shoots Reagan in the chest, but Vest. And he is, all of a sudden we go into slow motion and you see good, like, fucking once again, Catherine Bigelow just bringing it. Good tight shot of him 
coming up over the counter, seeing that that cop has the gun and is reloading, you see the recognition fall over his face that everything's gone to shit and everything we've ever worked for to not commit an act of violence is gone. And if I want to live or not go to jail, I have to kill that man. And you see him make the decision. It's so good. That was good. Come on. That was real good. Good job, Patrick. I'd like a retroactive posthumous Academy Award for Patrick Swayze, Point Break. Done. It's the 30-year anniversary, so I'd love it if the Academy Awards just said... Seems appropriate. And uh, for (laughs) some reason, I've been asked to give a... Academy Award to Patrick Swayze, who's been dead for a long time. But we're going to give it to him for the bank scene in Point Break. That's all the card says. Everything's a question. (laughs) (laughs) Like, am I reading this for Patrick Swayze? Been dead? I think since 2005, right? I want to say 2005 is when Patrick Swayze died. Let's find out, Chew. Oh, wow. Take- That's a long... No, I don't think it's that long. You don't? Maybe. I I don't know. 2008. 2010. 2009. I don't know. Oh, okay. All right. That was close. Yeah, Price is Right rules. You win. Yep. Asshole. <laughs> <laughs> oh. You know, I just realized, too, Chew, that we forgot another great fucking line from this movie. Bodie, this is your fucking wake up call. I am an FBI agent. Who said that? Come on. Gary? No, that's Keanu Reeves. Oh, that's right. Oh, duh. Because you said Bodhi. That's why. Single best fucking piece of acting in the whole movie from him. (laughs) So good. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. He was good. I believed it. Come on. Oh, and then we were just talking, too. uh, You have another great Ben Harp line. Yeah, why don't you astonish me, shitface? He gets punched out. They go to Santa Monica Airport. We have another shootout. Fucking Pappas gets it, Chew. Were you sad? Yeah. I saw it coming. But, yeah. That was a bummer. Poor Gary Busey. Yeah. Shot in the back. What a fucker. Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad that guy's dead. (laughs) Jesus, Chew. (laughs) Well, the character. (laughs) Not the guy. What a menace you are. <laughs> he shot Gary in the back. It's fucked up, man. Uh, yeah, so they end up getting on that plane, escaping with, we got Patrick, Keanu, uh, a half-dead guy, and a pilot. Yeah. I'll walk into a bar. <laughs> <laughs> you got to write the end of that joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. That's a that'll be a work in progress. 
Oh, fuck. Well, how do you feel about Keanu jumping out of a perfectly good airplane with no parachute? I mean, he was, that's all or nothing. He's in. Come on, it's great. He's all the way fucking in. Let's do it! Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, and then, yeah, he, uh, he jumps out of that plane. No motherfucking parachute. But you know there's a parachute, but you can't see it. Um, and then he hooks on to Patrick all stealth-like, as stealth as you can be, falling out of the fucking sky. Right. And has a gun to his head, but he can't hold the gun to Patrick's head without and pull the right. shoot. So he's got to choose. Pull the shoot, man, and then they pull it at the last fucking second and then practically break all their legs. Right. And then, uh, and then, yeah. Lori Petty is his face. Yeah, but What's Roach that? is dead. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Rosie. Rosie? Rosie's the guy who had Petty. Yeah. Yeah. Tyler. Um, sorry. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he shows up in a Jeep, and then they do the little swappy swap. Now, let me ask you this, Chew. I always thought the movie should have ended right there. Yeah, they could have done that. I would have liked the last line of this movie to be... See you next summer instead of see you in another life or the next life. <laughs> but then that would have opened up for a sequel. Right. It wouldn't have been as good, though. It wouldn't have been as good. You don't know. <laughs> I know. You wouldn't have even seen but it. Yes. <laughs> <I know. laughs> what do you care? I don't know. But having said um, that, I still like the scene at the very end. Yeah, I do too. Because it all comes back to what that ultimate ride, like really like what he's, Patrick, is uh, is living for. Right. It's nice. But you like that? Like, which way would you go? Oh, would yeah. you cut that last beach scene? I think they could have, they could have just ended it in the desert if they hadn't brought up the 50-year storm and really right. if they hadn't delved into really what uh Bodie's character or Patrick Swayze's character is all about so yeah I think you leave that for um, the sequel I guess so but it's fine that he died I am always going to be okay with a main character dying at the end it's you're fine a monster. say goodbye <laughs> it's fucking fine so because they kind of touched into that part of him, I think it was appropriate that they ended it the way they did. All right. I don't hate that last scene. I just would have liked to have. See you next summer! <laughs> it's so good. I wish... Uh, I only wish that they changed the dialogue a little bit um, in that last scene mm. because Keanu was like, it's just the way it's got to be, man. It's just like, you got to go, go you gotta down come with me. There was just like a lot of you got us. And uh, I, yeah. yeah, it went real bad. <laughs> bad things happened. He, 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 he was, I was just going to say that Bodie was totally the chew of that movie. It's like he just didn't care. All his friends died. Yeah, bad things happened. <laughs> That's right. 
But I like when he, he's choking Keanu out and then he thinks he's going to get away and he's handcuffed. No! Yeah. Yep. That was good. He was pissed. Yeah. He was mad. Um, and then, yeah, he's like, you know what? Fine. Go fucking kill yourself in those waves. Bye. <laughs> then he throws his badge away. Yep. So he could go surf, presumably. And he chased Bodhi all over the fucking world. Yeah. Where was Tyler? Did Were they still dating? I imagine so. Did she just... Okay. Did she just wait for him in L.A.? Yeah. Okay. It was the 90s, okay. Chew. That was the expectation. Okay. <laughs> it's fine. You go travel the world looking for a criminal, and I'll just wait for you. Yeah. It's fine. Bunch okay. of bullshit. Yeah. All right. Anything left, Chew, for you? No. What is the drinking game for Point Break, Chew? God damn it. <laughs> I am the fucking goddamn worst. <laughs> I'm a horrible fucking person. What is wrong? I have... I can never finish all the homework. <laughs> Hey, did you turn this, this, and this in? I did some I of it. I turned this in, but not this and this. <laughs> I just decided what I wanted to do and just didn't want to do the rest. All right, Chu, I'll give you right. I'll give you an update while you think for a second. Okay. Wild Wild West. We have a total of three Ugh. votes in. All are for Lady Chu. Really? Yeah. What uh I don't remember what we said. You said any fucking ridiculous technology. I said every time you want to turn the movie off because it sucks. <laughs> That's fucking funny. See, even you like mine better than yours. <laughs> it's rel it's too relative though. I suppose. Because once you turn it off, then the drinking game is over. Well, we had like a total of forty five people or something like that look at the poll and only three voted. <laughs> That's fucking rude. Yeah. You guys, if you're just looking, just make a little click. It's fine. All you have to do is hit one button. Just click. Vote chance yeah. or chew. We're not going to call you out. I might. We just want numbers, not names. <laughs> All right. Were you able to think of something, or would you like me to go first? You can go first. All right. Mine is every time you see a sport being played. Including oh. extreme sports. So every time they're surfing, football, skydiving. Nice. Pretty good. That's Spread good. out throughout, I think. Right? Yeah. I was thinking, uh, well, similar. I was thinking like the surf shots where it's obvious that those aren't the actors. Because mm. I think it's fucking obvious. But you're kind of drinking and like not consistently through the movie. Right. I would say that or... Every time they just don't try hard enough with the undercover shit. <laughs> that's just like so, the middle of the so movie. Then you're just, yeah, that's beginning to middle. And then you can just enjoy the rest of the movie drunk. Because Buzzed. Yeah. No, drunk. Because there's a lot. <laughs> All right, fine. Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Chew, you're officially, is that what you're going with? What was it? I forgot. Undercover. Oh, yeah. Every time they're doing poor undercover work. 
Yeah. Or chances every time you see a sport being played. Yeah. That's good. All one. right. We'll put it up, Chew. And the people will vote. All three of them. <laughs> I was just going to say three. <laughs> three. Three people. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Chew, you're all done. You, uh, you're... Your reward is over. It's time for bad movies again. Uh, shit. Yep. <laughs> so for Lady Chu of Dua T Fitness, Chance here of the How Dare You Awards, you'll be hearing us next week for a new shitty movie. Say goodbye, Chu. Oh, bye. <laughs> You're really selling it. <laughs> Congratulations. You've won a shitty movie. Yay. Well. Good day to you, madam. Good day.